Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. I'm Griff. And I'm Will. I'm Steph. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about college basketball, games that have happened the past few days, and big games coming up this weekend, as well as reacting to the NBA 75 list. So let's get right to it. Let's do it. Let's go. With the third pick in the 2017 NBA Draft, the Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum from Duke University. All right, everybody, welcome back inside the five episode 107, 107. I I know it's 107. I don't know why I asked. Starting off right away, let's get right into it. We had a few games this past week. Um, A a couple of controversial things happened in college ball this week. So let's get right into it. Michigan, Wisconsin, going into Wisconsin, Michigan, unranked for the first time. Like they, they haven't had a great year this year at all but usually you see Michigan as one of the bigger dogs they have a great recruiting class every year Wisconsin ended up winning 77 to 63 but that none none of the actual game was the highlight of that game guys as Juwan Howard thought it was like fight night that was yeah I mean 
when you're a coach, you have to kind of hold your composure and you have to kind of not punch an opposing coach in the face. <laughs> I mean, kind of self-explanatory. And I don't know. I, I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts on that too. Yeah, so I thought it, I thought it was like, I don't know, it's so weird. And, and there's been a lot of talks of eliminating the handshake line, which is stupid because – if you think about it, like with hockey, after every game, even in the professionals, there's a handshake line. It's a, it's an ultimate sign of respect because you have to understand, like you know how hard your side works. You need to understand that the side, the team that you're playing against, is working just as hard. They're they're looking to accomplish the same things that you guys are. So yeah, I mean, this is what happens. Wisconsin, who's a great team this year, and their coach Greg Gard has. I mean, turn that program around very quickly after the Kaminsky era. Um, it was kind of like grabbing grabbing Jawan Howard, which is what Greg Gard did, and kind of, you could say, caused everything. I don't even think it was that big of a deal grabbing him. Now, I know you could take it in a disrespectful way, getting grabbed. It's kind of like the same thing as getting pointed at. Um, but, like, physical contact is not something that – should be happening, especially, especially, especially amongst um, the head coach of the program. So I think both sides were in the wrong, both Jawan Howard and Greg Gard. Um, for Jawan Howard, he's had these issues in the past where he's kind of been vocal, vocalized. He's never made contact, but I feel like he has anger issues um, in a way. Like, I think last year he had a verbal altercation. I don't remember who they were playing, but they had a verbal altercation with um, – another side's head coach he's done this before mm -hmm. he got a five game suspension i heard a lot of people saying that he just should be suspended for the whole year um greg guard got fined in wisconsin is handling the fine like the university so he kind of got away with it like nothing happened but that's what happens when you're ranked 15th and your your program is is as successful as it is um yeah. but like kind of to bring that all in i just wanted to throw some more context into both sides um both sides were 100% in the wrong um yep Jawan Howard in my opinion it, it doesn't matter who started it it doesn't matter who finished it but Jawan Howard knows his level like where he is being part of that fab five in Michigan he is royalty in Ann Arbor and he's going to get away with a lot but that's not something you should be able to get away with I don't know what you're thinking well about this whole situation but yeah no I like Honestly, at first, I didn't read the headline right. I thought Ron Howard, like, hit one of the players. Like, I <laughs> no. thought he got into an altercation <laughs> with a player. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, what is going on here? Like, what is this headline? And then, like, I hopped on Instagram, like, 10, 20 minutes later, and I, like, saw the video. And I, the first time I watched it, I was totally confused at to what exactly happened because like the angle that they originally showed that you could see like everyone having their exchange and then you just couldn't see anything going going on because they were in the back of like a crowd of the players mm -hmm. and then i saw that he hit him and i was like what like what is going on and i was like one like i saw the whole altercation after like that time i said on instagram and obviously like you said i don't think any of them are like in in the right at all like that just shouldn't yeah. be happening like period right. There's honestly no, like, reason. Like, one, it, like, looks awful. It looks worse on, on Michigan because they're unranked and they lost the, to 15th, uh, ranked 15 Wisconsin. And, it, like, 
it was like kind of a close game, I guess. Like so, like like not even really. And in the main reason that they really, even got into this just, was because of a late timeout, bad. which which makes yeah. makes it look even worse with having um. Like knowing exactly ha- what happened, and Juwan Howard talked about it in in his presser. I mean, if you're you have eight seconds to get past half court, if you're not gonna get past half court, why not call a timeout and like reset? Yeah. Like that, it made perfect sense. It's called basketball. Like you have to do these things. Like it doesn't matter how much you're up. Like Juwan Howard was mad because they didn't get a turnover. Why is he mad at the other team because of that? Like he he should be yeah. he should be happy with the result of that play ending in a timeout. Yeah, and it's not even like Jawan Howard is in a like he's done this in the past. A few weeks yes. ago against Indiana, um, Jawan Howard called the timeout with a minute less than a minute left when Michigan was up 16 on Indiana. So I really don't understand his logic here, especially if he's saying, "Oh, well, you call a cheap timeout, whatever." Like you just said, Griff, calling a timeout at the end of the play when your defense—that's a big confidence boost. Because that's something that's something coach, to like yeah. be happy about. It's not something to be mad at the other side about. And especially when you know you're not going to win the game. I think there's what two minutes left when this happened. It was like a minute and fifteen you seconds. Wanna, like you want to have takeaways of the game when you're, especially when you're going to lose, that you can look back upon and be like, all right, these guys were on the court. They pressed. They did a good job. Regardless of who it was against, we got to kind of give props somewhere, you know. So it. it I just think it's stupid. I think it's very immature. And I mean, I do kind of, we're all competitors. Like sometimes we let, after we lose, it's, but the loss kind of get the best of us. You don't like to lose. That makes sense. No, it's, and especially when you're a former athlete, a former Michigan uh, athlete as well. Like you have that pride. You don't want to lose to Wisconsin. You don't want to lose to, you know what I mean? So it's just (laughs) like, after a frustrating year too, kind of, they're 14 and 11. There's five games left in the year. It's just tough, you know. You you get you get you let your angers and emotions get the best of you. Yeah, it just doesn't look good all together. Like honestly, it just like no. as a whole, just it just doesn't look good at all. And and the worst part, in my opinion, is the fact that like obviously Jawan Howard deserves the um, flack that he's getting. I don't think Greg Gard is getting enough flack. I think both sides. I've I've been saying the same thing. Both sides are 100% in the wrong. The fact that Jawan Howard is getting the spotlight in it is just straight up because of the things that we've mentioned. Like Michigan, great, played in the NBA, um, w- was pretty successful there too. Like Jawan Howard is a star. Like everybody knows who he is when he, when he um, yeah. signed on to be the head coach at Michigan. It was a very big deal. Everybody was excited for it. We're bringing back that era of basketball. So it's kind of like, I, I just don't like this situation just because one head coach is a lot bigger of a name than the other. So he's going to be the one that's more in the spotlight, whether it be something that he did wrong or something that he did right. In the, in this case scenario, it was something he did wrong. And, and this guy, Greg Gard, who um, I'm not the biggest fan of him as Wisconsin's head coach. He's doing a good job this season, but like in, in past seasons, he hasn't been that great. I like what he did with this squad, though. I like the way that they play all that. But I just think I don't like – I personally, I don't like when somebody grabs me. Um, but at the same time, John Howard was just trying to walk past him when you know it's a handshake line. Like, it, this, it, there's a certain level of respect, especially in college athletics, that you have to 
understand and you have to go with. Like, even if you're mad, you cannot be mad at the other side. You lost. You didn't win. And that play did not change the game however, like it, by any means. You were already losing. The game was already over. I, there's just no reason to escalate it that far. And, and both sides took a completely wrong approach. And I don't think either coach got the correct amount of um, punishment. I, I, I was going to say I agree. I don't like the one-sidedness, obviously, because Drawn is literally more it's famous. Just a than, name. It's just a big name. Has everything, like, under Michigan as well. Like, literally, he went there, like we said. Like, the obvious factors of why he's getting the uh, the one-sidedness. Like, honestly, I think Greg Gard needs to get – like, there should have been more for him, if anything. Like, that does not match what has gone on. Yes, like, I get, like, Juwan Howard literally hit him, but, like, like Greg Gard grabbed him. Like that would like there was no need for him to even do that. Yeah. Like both sides, obviously, like we said, aren't right. But like I feel like there's I feel like there's always been some form of um like line that literally in the line that there's a line they do not cross because it's just never nothing ever good happens. Once someone says something in a handshake line or once someone like does anything to get anyone mad. Literally, it's automatic. The other, te- like whoever team that it happened to, it's completely one-sided. Yep. It's the team that literally gets. It's whoever. It's like literally whoever gets attacked first is they're just gonna move on. Like they're just gonna keep doing it back. It doesn't. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't ever work out. It never works out. That's true. So um, moving we also on. Had, yeah, yep. I was gonna say we also had another weird situation <laughs> in the UConn Oklahoma game where. The coach, yeah, where UConn's coach literally got ejected for hyping up the crowd. Yeah, I I don't understand that, like how that even happened. I think that was kind of, I I don't like how much controversy there has been in um the and I meant to that was a mistype in our notes. Well, it was Villanova, not Oklahoma. I don't know why it came out oh, as I, Oklahoma, but yeah. I watched this game. I watched this game. It was confusing. Um. When you're at the XL Center in Hartford, Connecticut, it gets rowdy, okay? So the refs need to understand that. And our coach over there, I think it's Dan Hurley. Isn't Dan Hurley the coach? Is, he, was at, Hurley. he was at Providence, yeah. and now he's over here, yeah, Bobby, he Hurley. Bobby Hurley's son. Um, Duke legend, even though I hate Duke. Um, but, yeah, like the eight versus the 21 seed, if your coach turns around and hypes up the crowd, we've seen it. We've seen that multiple times before in college, in the NBA. We've seen it in high school. Like, that's nothing to get a technical foul for or or thrown out. I think I think it escalated a little bit too far. I don't understand. It was, it was a great win, though, um, for UConn, who – a Big East rival coming into Hartford. Um, and they took him down. Villanova's a great program. And UConn is – I mean, around the same um, standings as them in the Big East, even though the uh, NCAA standings, they're a little bit off uh, with UConn being the 21 seed, Villanova being the eight. But I think they're both, I think they're one game off of each other in the Big East. That was a big win for UConn. And I'm more focused on the win for UConn more than this coach situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I Especially kind of, I think UConn was even favored in this game just because of the state. They were. Everything that's happening around them. And I think that's UConn's first rank, uh, win against a like, top 15 or top 10 opponents since, like, 2014, which is huge for the program. Because when you think of UConn, you think of basketball. Mm-hmm. And 
they've had pristine guys go through that program. And I think over the past like eight years, they really haven't had much go for them. So this is a big win. Hopefully they can keep up the momentum and kind of bring back the little aura around UConn heading into the tournament, hopefully. Yeah, because, I mean, they beat – they lost to Villanova a few weeks ago, the 12 seed. Um, You're right. They they definitely haven't beat a top 15 opponent. I, I went to go look back at it because I know they beat Auburn, but that was in November when Auburn was ranked 19th and Auburn was kind of slept on. I think um, it was like right before Auburn started their streak, the only game they lost was to UConn, and everybody was like, oh, UConn is legit. UConn slid a little bit, lost a couple games. They're sitting at 20-7 and seven now after a big win against an eight seed. They have a lot of pieces coming together. And Connecticut, I like, I like the way that they play coming out of the Big East especially, which is kind of it's, – it's been a big basketball conference for years. They broke up. It was sad. No more MSG tournament. We all remember Kemba Walker's famous run. Jeremy Lamb coming through this program as well. Andre Drummond, Hashim Thabit, the GOAT. But um. Oh yeah. <laughs> but but we're we're seeing people like RJ Cole step up from UConn, and RJ Cole is awesome. He's awesome to watch, and and it's just great to see a New England team be as successful as the Huskies are, and that's kind of the team that um or the college that kids from New England kind of look at. And that's kind of our team. Cause it's not like we're going to root for UMass who's awful or BC who's in, who's in the ACC, but they're awful too. I don't know about you guys, but I've always been a UConn guy growing up. I've, I've always loved yeah. the university of Connecticut. So it's good to see them playing good. And I mean, I think they have a real start growing up there with RJ Cole. I like him a lot. It's interesting we kind of bring up the past, too, with UConn because of the recent news with Kemba Walker, how the Knicks are just going to sideline him for the rest of the year. So I, I it's kind of a side note. Random really has nothing to do yeah, with yeah. UConn now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I think UConn's on a roll, and hopefully they can kind of be that dark horse team that they were. When was that run, 2011 or so? 2011, yeah, 2011. That was or, Kemba. When was the – what was the Shabazz Napier run? That was 2013 or 14? 14. Yeah, that run was awesome, too. So, like, yes. when they're in Shabazz. the tournament, they make noise. Like, they do. They just need to get there. They always do. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, the they're rarely they a first-round exit. When was that year that they had, like, that full-court buzzer beater against Cincinnati? That was wild. Oh my god. Or was that Cincinnati that it, was, it might have been referred? I think that was like 2018. No, Cincinnati hit it, I think. Yep. Yeah, I think it was I think uh, 2016. Winning, winning 2016. Yeah, I, th- I think UConn ended up winning that game. But, um, or no, they didn't. I, I don't know, but whatever. I'm just kind of reminiscing. <laughs> that game was wild. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. The UConn glory days, I guess. But um, it's they're always interesting to watch. I just hope they can keep it up you know they're on a roll yeah i want i wanted to i wanted to bring up this game especially because this is around the time where conference play is kind of coming to an end obviously with with most teams having five or six games left in the season like this is the time where it's like we're seeing these ranked opponents say like uh i'll i'll look into a game that we're about to be covering which is on saturday We'll get into it in a minute, but I just want to like bring this up for reference. Number six, Kentucky at number 18, Arkansas at that point, And, and, it, and it follows for this game as well. I bet on UConn last night because when UConn 
when the team that is at home is the higher rank or the lower rank, I mean, so like higher number, lower rank, whatever, um, you can pretty much just wipe out what rank they are, both sides. It's just UConn versus Villanova. And in this other case, it's Kentucky versus Arkansas. Because home court advantage in college basketball is different. And that's why Auburn has had such a great run with with um their home court. Like, they're just different. When it comes to being at home, and this is why UConn was favored, and especially, like, these guys have very similar um a very similar record. There's no reason to be like, oh, Villanova's the eight seed, so they're going to win. This is conference play. This is like a whole different thing. So that, that's why I wanted to include this game as yeah. well, because these are the fun games in college basketball when a team that is ranked lower than the team that they're facing is is playing at home. It's like, who's actually going to win? This is going to be a great game, and it was. UConn won by two points. Did you see the – do you guys see the bad beat that happened in that game, though? I think UConn was favored by two and a half. Yeah, and, it, it, it was um, two. It was two. I bet the money line. I bet the money line. <laughs> okay. It was like two. Yeah, it was two. But I think it opened at two and a half. So yeah. that, a lot of people took them at two and a half. And UConn ha- had a chance to make it a three-point game. They were up by one with like 0.2 seconds left. So the guy makes, I forgot who was on the line. He makes the first one and then just intentionally misses the second one, even though they um, still wouldn't have, uh, Villanova still wouldn't have had time to actually get a shot yeah. off. So there was no point in actually doing that. No point. But I just I think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's because, a, like, I hate bad you, I don't know. Did you get, did you see the, um, that big cat bet UConn two and a half and he was oh, like live yeah. recording himself. Of course. He was live recording himself. <laughs> like he was getting cocky. He was like, oh, like, and then he missed it. It was funny, but. That, college basketball is full of bad beats, which just makes me absolutely think everything's rigged against me. But that's besides the point. That's the topic yeah, for that, that's time. the point that I wanted to bring up. It, it's a bunch of bad beats. It's a bunch of close games. It's a bunch of um, top 10 teams losing to to top 25 teams, teams within like 15 to 25. Like this is the best part. It's the last final weeks. It's the home stretch of college basketball. These are the greatest weeks because we're watching – conference play and and there's a lot of rivalries and we saw it wisconsin michigan um but um going in speaking of a rivalry we have 22 ohio state at number 15 illinois this is going to be a great game kofi coburn averaging 22 and 11 this year he in my opinion hit the hype on him he's still a great player but the hype on him has fell off in the past couple of uh weeks yeah at the beginning of the season i think everybody was like oh he's a lock for naismith player of the year We've heard a lot of different names now, like Oscar Shibwe and, and a, a ton of other uh, great players. But Kofi Coburn can still get it done. Um, on the other side of the ball, though, we have EJ Liddell, um, who is a bucket. Like, he is insane. He's a six-seven forward. He's averaging 20 with eight boards a game. He can score on the wing. He can score down low. He can dunk. He can dribble. He can do it all. I don't know if you guys have seen any of his highlights, but I have loved watching him play basketball. I'm very excited for this game on Thursday. Obviously, this episode is coming out on Friday, so you guys will know the result of this um, by the time it's out. But I wanted to give some predictions for these games coming up. Um, We're at Mm -hmm. Illinois, the home of the fighting Illini, and... 22 Ohio State, if they lose this game, it's kind of a big deal for them heading into conference play. 
Ohio yeah. State past few years has been a great program. They're still ranked right now, obviously, but I mean, I feel like the past few years we've seen them top 10, if not top 15. I'm going to go with Ohio State in this game at Illinois. Upset slate. I was gonna, I was gonna say Ohio State before you, like before you went on said it. Um, they're solid squad. I like them a lot this year. I mean, obviously, like they're ranked 22. They need this is an important win to like obviously stay ranked and keep moving on. So I think it's like, yeah, no, I think this is like a perfect game for them to get on a little streak. You know, everything is kind of like pointing towards Illinois to win this game. And I hate kind of riding with the tide, especially because like the, the basketball power index has 72.8% Illinois to win this game. I usually bet against that. Mm. (laughs) It's hard. I I got to go Illinois here. I just think. Okay. Okay. I'm glad you went Illinois because if we all picked Ohio state, then I would bet Illinois and they would hit. So now I don't know who to bet. (laughs) So, it's just like I think, like we've said, the hype around Coburn has gone away, and I think this is a perfect yes. opportunity for him to regain that to regain that status. Because in the tournament last year, he had a lot of uh, everyone was talking about him, and like yeah, like, yeah, him, 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 him and tripping. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So there was a lot of hype around him. There's a lot of hype around Illinois, and I feel like that's kind of gone away. But this is a perfect right. opportunity to be. Like a power, I don't want to say a powerhouse in Ohio State, but they're always like one of those teams that everyone wants to be, whether no matter the sport. So I think that this is his chance to kind of assert his dominance again, especially heading closer to conference play, closer to the tournament. It's a perfect chance for him to kind of regain his uh, popularity. Yeah, agreed. I, I like our picks. I'm going to enjoy this game a lot tomorrow night. Uh, the time of this recording, you guys will know the um. You guys will know the score by the time this uh, video slash podcast gets released. Um, but moving on, Saturday, a couple of good games that I wanted to cover. I got three of them, actually, three ranked games. Um, we know college basketball on Saturdays is always electric. Starting off, a name I, or a game I already uh, talked about a little bit, Kentucky versus Arkansas. Like I said, Kentucky coming in as the sixth seed um, on the road. In Arkansas, the Razorbacks. Will, the Razorbacks. What are your I thoughts? I like the Razorbacks. I like the Razorbacks. Yes, they play a fun they play, end of basketball. Yeah. They're fun. They're fun. And I like they're, they're, the way they are a fun team. I feel like I never see them three games in a row or two games in a row wearing the same uniform. But I feel like they only have three different uniforms. So I love what they're doing over there with their uniform situation. I love their I love their uni. I think it's like gray. It's a light gray or a white. Mm-hmm. And it just straight up has the razor back right on the chest. That's electric. So no, I, I think I if like, they wear I, that, if they wear that, they win. <laughs> no, I honestly like I like I'm a huge Arkansas fan, like very like low key though, just because I think they're a cool school. Like whenever they're doing they're good, awesome. like they're like good. Like even if like when no they're good in what... football, when they're good in football and when they're good in basketball, the NCAA is like spinning perfectly. Because they play a lot Arkansas of, they, is like, the they play a lot of like good teams, like a lot of just good basketball schools to begin with. Like they, it's not like they sit around and play easy games, like and they get good. Like they're playing challenging games. Like obviously they're playing Kentucky on Saturday. Like that's a yes. big game. So so to get a little bit more into this game, first off, I just want to say I love um, Eric Musselman, who's 
Arkansas's head coach. He's awesome. He's done a great job with the program. Um, but I, I've been saying this game is a test game for Kentucky. Going on the road, playing a team that is ranked a little bit lower than you. Oscar Shibway has been electric all year. With a couple weeks left in the season, this is kind of a statement game for Kentucky. We're the sixth seed, but at the same time, Kentucky has its holes. That that team has holes, and it's very obvious. So this is where if they go in, they could beat up Arkansas. They could truly beat up Arkansas yeah. and prove that they're they're here to make a run in this conference tournament and in March Madness. And if Arkansas wins, they're kind of proving the same thing. They're they're proving that they can go make a little run in the SEC and and they can kind of make make some noise in that tournament. Maybe maybe mess around and win the SEC tournament. Yeah. Sava, Sava, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm gonna go Kentucky here just because I think the prowess around that organization, especially the last few years, they haven't really kind of been up to Kentucky standards. Now they're kind of back, like the the big blue of Kentucky, Duke, and Kansas, you know, that's kind of the names we hear when we think college basketball. And I think Kentucky mm-hmm. being back and just – this is a must-win for them, in my opinion, because there will always be a question mark if they lose this game. Shopify presents Cool Sheets from AHA to – Lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my AHA moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Even when it comes to tournament seedings and all that, they have to win this game, I think. And um, I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to make a statement. So so to kind of wrap up this game, I'll give my actual prediction. Arkansas has proved to me that they are, le- they are a legit college basketball team. They proved it to me on February 8th um, when they went and uh, beat Auburn, who was the one seed at the time. They ended Auburn's streak um, in overtime. So I know I know that they can go out there and win basketball games. Um, I also love J.D. Note, who's a guard for Arkansas. He really the the way that he plays is just awesome. He controls the game. He controls really everything that happens. But if he gets shut down, then Arkansas is is kind of iffy and, and and they scare me. So I'm gonna go with Kentucky. I think Kentucky shows kind of who they are in this game they're going to go in there they're going to 
uh, force the ball down low. They're going to make big stops on defense. They're going to show, I mean, how the Blue Bloods really do it in college basketball. Because for years, um, for forever, the Blue Bloods of basketball have been the best of the best. And we saw a little fall off, not only with Kentucky, but, I mean, every Blue Blood, UCLA. Because the Blue Bloods to me are UCLA, Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, and UNC. And and you all yeah. of them are kind of working their way back. UNC, who me and Will are a fan of, um, kind of taking it a little slower. But they're not having a bad season as well. They're they're above 20 wins. But Kentucky, this is this is it. This is it. Kentucky, and we'll get into Kansas in a little bit. They have a big game as well on Sunday. Um, this is really just to prove like the blue bloods are here to stay and they're not gone. Like we thought they were when Baylor won it last year. Um, this is it. This is their game to really prove that. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with Kentucky. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I'm (laughs) super excited about Auburn, Tennessee though. Auburn, Tennessee. This is another Yes. Another one. No, this is, I think this is my favorite game on the slate. I love Tennessee, Tennessee home game. You know, the crowd's going to be electric. You already know it's going to be swarmed with orange and there's no chance that they lose this game. No chance. No chance. They're going to win this game. It's going to be a great game. Yeah. I I think Tennessee is going to win. I think kind of like we, I don't think we've said it on the show, but like, Auburn's kind of lost a little bit of their, I don't want to say power, but um, like they they haven't they haven't lost say. their power, but they've lost like their spunk, like they they've lost like their yeah. swag. Yes, that's exactly what. I, yeah, they because they went on a huge winning streak, right? And they've lost it recently, and and then lost, lost another game like a week later. Games. Yeah, so they're, I they're just saying that um twenty four and three momentum. They they've lost a lot of their momentum, and. This is a huge game, especially because Auburn, I mean, they're, yeah, they're ranked three. But I feel like after Gonzaga, a lot of the teams are kind of, like, replaceable in the top rankings. So like, I think Gonzaga's replaceable as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because of the strength of competition. I hate that they face – they play in that – I don't even they, know what that the West Coast Conference. West Coast Conference. Yeah. Worst they, conference ever. They got a, such a joke. Who's got, no, it's gotten a little they bit better. Move. It's gotten a little bit better. It's gotten a little bit better. better. Like in terms of getting like, such a joke. San Francisco, pretty good. Like it's such a joke. Yeah. <laughs> for like Gonzaga to be in there. Gonzaga's not a real Yeah, school. but I'm gonna go ten. No, it's <laughs> I but so that's what I was saying. I think Tennessee's gonna win. I think especially they're at home. I think I think they're even favored in this game, but I just think, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if it's just a blowout. Like, if Tennessee just jumps on them right away, I cannot see Auburn coming back into this game, especially with the home crowd behind their back. Like Will just said, that place gets rowdy like a lot of places do. But I can just see the the crowd of Orange just going nuts for every single basket and Auburn not being able to come back in. They could come out a little slow. If they come out slow, they're done, in my opinion. Okay. So for for this game – if if this is an Auburn home game, I'm I'm on Auburn heavy. The fact that it's yeah. not yes. scares me. I feel like Jabari Smith, who's who's Auburn's leading scorer, um, was at once like the consensus first overall pick in the draft. He's like a six ten small forward. He can score at will. He can do pretty much anything that you need to do. But 
I feel like Jabari Smith on the road, like just personally what I've noticed, he's really not the same. He needs the crowd behind him. He, he kind of plays to the crowd. And that kind of scares me about this game for Auburn. But at the same time, just the way that Auburn is coached, the way they play defense, Kennedy Chandler on Tennessee, great player. I'm going to go Auburn. I'm going to go Auburn. I think it. I think this is – a lot of these games are statement games coming up this weekend. And, and this is another one that I'm going to say. This is a statement game. This is going to determine the rest of Auburn's season. And if Auburn wins this game, they'll most likely go on. They'll be the one seed in the um, SEC tournament. Um, if they lose this game, Tennessee gets a lot of momentum going into that tournament. It's going to be a crazy tournament with Arkansas in it, who we literally just covered with Kentucky in it, who we also just covered. And if
All right, guys. Sorry, we had to make a quick cut due to some technical things going on. Um, but the good thing, <laughs> the good thing was, we were pretty much at the end of our NBA '75 talk. So let us know if you guys have any suggestions on kind of who should be in, who should be out. Um, follow Inside the Five Pod on Instagram, on Twitter. Comment on our posts or add us or. Any, anything like that to talk about the NBA 75 or, I mean, all things sports. But uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Have a good weekend. We will see you guys on Wednesday. And peace. Peace. See ya. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.